here we go. So yesterday, Nvidia saw 16% and sparks a rally. The Nasdaq yesterday surged nearly 3%, had its best day in more than a year. But the question is, can this rally continue and how does it affect our position? So welcome to Coffee with Marcus and Market. Today is Friday, February 22nd, and I'm back from Las Vegas, and I'm in the right time zone again. <laughs> so <laughs> much, much, much happier in my studio here. So in this show, we are going to talk to you about what's happening in the markets and how we are trading it. And boy, Mark, yesterday, fireworks. I mean, the Nasdaq up, what, 2.88% or something like this? Yeah, what a move, Marcus, uh, for both the S&P and the Nasdaq. But that Nasdaq chart there, gosh, I, I think I saw it was the best day for the Nasdaq since February of 2023. There you go, in a, in a whole year. And yes, yeah. the S&P yesterday making another record high decisively above 5,000 this morning, attacking the 5,100 mark. Exactly. Just two days ago, uh, three days ago, it was, what do we do with 5,000? Is that the line in the sand above or below? Where do we go from there? And now all of a sudden it's 5,100. Yeah, it's really, oops, where did my mouse go? Probably there, whoever, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and uh, I mean, yesterday really sparked by NVIDIA. I mean, NVIDIA, we talked about it all week because, I mean, it was about NVIDIA pretty much all week. If you look at this, uh, we have here Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You said it yesterday, a three-day slide going into earnings. Traders and investors are concerned. Can NVIDIA live up to the hype? And yes, they can. Up 16% yesterday after a uh, reporting blockbuster earnings. Yeah, huge, huge earnings report for NVIDIA. And with yesterday, uh, with yesterday's, I, actually, I think it took today getting back above 800. NVIDIA tops the $2 trillion market cap. So one of the biggest stocks in the United States. And you see there getting into spot number three behind Microsoft and Apple. Yeah, <laughs> crazy. Right now, pulling back a little bit. So uh, right now, trading just shy of the $2 trillion, but what a run. So pulling back right now, I mean, this morning at first, it seems that NVIDIA will continue its rally from yesterday. But I mean, this seems to be some profit taking right now. We just oh, closed yeah. the gap to yesterday, yesterday's close. Yeah, it, I mean, this to me is clearly uh, profit taking. I mean, after such a big run up, uh, why not take some profits heading into the weekend? Yeah. But I mean, have you said, uh, I mean, it's, uh, well, we don't need this ad for the project management software. There we go. I mean, now, right now, the third largest company in the US uh, in terms of market capitalization, right after Microsoft and Apple. And this means that, uh, okay, if Nvidia moves, so do the markets. I mean, Nvidia has become a super heavyweight in the markets. Oh, absolutely. It's undeniable since that push into or that AI push helped NVIDIA at the beginning of 2023. It's uh, been quite a run. Yeah. All right. So uh, what about this is going on? I mean, if you look at the economic calendar, uh, not much right now. I mean, nothing today. We had a few Fed members speaking. And I mean, they're just echoing what we already know. Higher for yeah. longer. However, a few Fed members are right now saying, well, we might not even see the three interest rates cut. 
that they ind indicated in their December meeting. And that's what we were talking about yesterday. I, I think that the, the rate cut timetable and uh, expectation has shifted a little bit. Um, it, you know, a little bit here with Fed funds futures, but we know that uh, traders have been super optimistic and not quite in line with what the Fed actually has done or planned to do. Yeah. I mean, we were always in the camp of uh, possibly the first cut in June or July. Right now, I mean, if we look at June, there's only a 68% probability factored into the Fed funds futures that there will be a cut. Right now, it seems that the probability have, have shifted to July. Yeah. And, you know, that that's probably realistic with the data that we've seen. I, I agree. I mean, last week we had the hotter than expected inflation data, both in the CPI and the PPI. Uh, I believe next week uh, we have, um, do we have next week the, uh, um, gosh, what's it called? PCE? Yes, it's next Thursday. Core PCE next week. While you have it up, it's interesting because normally first Friday of the month is uh, jobs, uh, but jobs this time will be on the 8th. Yeah, seems that the first is too close to the end of the month. I don't know the exact <laughs> rules, but uh, yeah, I think that if, uh, or could it be because of the leap year? That's yeah. that's what I think, but it's unusual. that Most of the time it's the first Friday of the month and, and I had to double check that and looking at another economic calendar, it looks like it is indeed uh, the eighth. So yeah, no jobs, uh, no jobs report next week. That will come for the following week. Yeah, but the core PCE, the Fed's favorite inflation gate next week. Uh, next week. And uh, so, I mean, also looking at the earnings calendar, we are winding down, especially after NVIDIA. But we do have some companies uh, reporting earnings that are right now moving like crazy. <laughs> Did you see what happened to Carvana, yeah. for example? Uh, definitely some movers. And I mean, gosh, it seems like uh, hard act to follow after NVIDIA, but Carvana did a great job up, what's that, over... 32%. 32%, yeah. Jeez. So they reported uh, first ever annual profit. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. And uh, this is where it's jumping because... If we look at uh, their weekly chart here, we see that Carvana, definitely a pandemic winner when there was no new cars available and Carvana uh, had still a lot of used cars available. So jumping here, as we can see, uh, from around 120 before to 360, so that's 300%. And then after the pandemic, uh, making lows. I don't even know where were we here. I mean, that's kind of crazy. At six dollars, look at this: six dollars and forty-five cents. Before now, uh, I mean, <laughs> there's another what one thousand percent move going up to sixty-nine dollars. Uh, yeah, that that's just huge. And I mean, this is one I'll let other traders play around with it. It's not for me. Uh, not not something that I'm interested in the wheel strategy, uh, but. I, I know I've had a couple of conversations with traders that uh, traded this back in uh, the fall of 2023. And so hopefully uh, this uh, this move has, has validated that interest. <laughs> yeah. And then we have SQ. 
formerly known as what were they formerly known as? Oh no, SQ was Square, and now it is Block. Yeah, Block exactly. So Block uh, previously uh, Square. Also, great, great uh, reaction to earnings here, up 16% today. Yeah, huge move. And I mean, uh, some of these that have uh, been beaten up over the years, doing well, they issued strong full year guidance uh, for uh, profits and a surprise uh, earnings report. So investors liking what they heard. Yeah, so that's Jack Dorsey's company now, and he was the CEO and I believe founder of Twitter. I can't remember if he was the founder or just the CEO of Twitter. Uh, then at some point he moved on to payments and then he shifted that company to basically heavy into cryptocurrencies. So yeah, it seems that with the cryptocurrencies recently moving higher, I mean, looking at Bitcoin here, Pulling back a little bit, but trading as high as 52,000. No surprise that they are doing a little bit better here right now. And uh, this is what was reflected in the in the earnings report. Looking pretty good. Yeah. Well, and then we have some of our solar stocks and they are not doing too great. So there is a Sunnova Energy. The symbol, the ticker is Nova. I mean, they already plummeted yesterday. So yesterday they were down, uh, let's see, 27%. Today down another 11% uh, after uh, reporting, uh, yeah, much worse than expected earnings here. Yeah, I mean, this one's a, a rough one. Worse than expected earnings, worse than expected revenue. Looks like there are a couple of uh, downgrades too. I see Deutsche Bank. Um, lowering its target from 13 down to 10.50. So, yeah, not doing too hot here. Yeah, same uh, Sunrun. Sunrun, another solar company here. Also, yesterday, reporting earnings uh, being down 18% yesterday. Today, a follow-through of, uh, what, 4.38. So that's, uh, what, a total of 21% down in the last couple of days. Yeah, that's a rough, rough uh, pullback, rough run uh, from 16 down to, <laughs> to just above 12. Uh, I, I think that they also offered some uh, convertible debt, and that doesn't really attract uh, or that doesn't really uh, settle well for investors who owned shares prior to that. So that contributing a little bit. Yeah. All of this considering, looking at our positions, I mean, CSIQ is holding up pretty well in this environment, right? I mean, CSIQ, one of our positions, also yesterday um, with the um, with the others, went down yesterday 4.3%, today a follow-through of 1.9%. But I mean, that's a total of 5% compared to what we saw here, 20% plus. I must say CSIQ is hanging in there. Totally agree. Totally agree. I, and I mean, gosh, I would much rather CSIQ be at 24 like it was late, you know, January. Uh, but all things considered, this pullback, I, I think it's held up. Yeah. And I mean, unfortunately, our triangle, we broke it to the downside. And I think everybody is now waiting for CSIQ's results and uh, here. Okay. How are they doing compared to others right now? A little bit of a fear. 
Um, do you know when the, the blackout time starts before earnings? Is it 10 days before earnings or is it a week before earnings? Not sure. Yeah, because I, I'm wondering if they might issue uh, a warning. Uh, because when usually uh, companies, when earnings are really, really bad, they issue a warning, get the reaction out of the way, and then with earnings say, well, I kind of told you so. And then, I mean, sell the rumor, buy the facts, or buy the rumor, sell the facts. Uh, this way, that's how you do it, right? They should pop back up. But here, nothing yet. But they're also not in the blackout uh, period. So they might still issue a statement or maybe they are doing great and they say, oh, you guys just wait until we release earnings. <laughs> yeah. No, what was it? Was it First Solar? Or, uh, I think they reported some better than expected or, or at least promising uh, guidance uh, a couple weeks ago. And, and so, you know, maybe it's not all doom and gloom. Was it them? No, it wasn't for Solar. For Solar has it uh, next week reporting earnings. But, but I know what you mean. There was one of the companies. Yeah. It wasn't Solar Edge because Solar Edge is also SEDG. Sun, I think they're Sun getting... Power. Was it Sun Power? Okay. Uh, is it SPWR? Yeah. Sun Power. There we go. Yes. They reported earnings and had this, this huge spike. That's what it was. Yeah. And I, I guess it wasn't a positive, but they were basically saying we feel it like okay, the the real bad, <laughs> the real bad uh, uh, sales is out of the way uh, and impact on rates. So we'll see. You know, CSIQ could come through the same way, uh, but earnings can be a wild card. All right, we'll see. We have another twenty days before earnings. We'll see if it bounces back again. Considering what's happening in the solar industry, they're hanging in quite well. Although we would like to see it going up to 24 and then 27 towards our sure. cost basis and break even. All right, GDXJ. <laughs> hey, buddy, how are you doing? So uh, this is where we both got assigned at 33. Uh, earlier this week, we sold calls against our existing position. Yesterday, it was dropping. We were able to buy back the calls at 90% of max profit. So I was able to do this as well. And uh, today, moving slightly higher, up uh, 0.57%, a little bit more than half a percent. So probably not enough today to sell some more calls. I mean, you were lucky last week to double dip. We might have to wait until Monday until we see a little bit more of a bounce. And I, I'm liking this bounce because we were down a little bit, but now going positive and it looks like we're near session highs. So we need 22 cents for next Friday to get 30% annualized. Right now that 33 strike is 18 by 20. So a little more movement and this can definitely, uh, you know, we're up another quarter and we could probably get that 30%. Uh, gosh, if, if we, if we're up you know, 50 cents, uh, those, those, uh, options could look pretty good. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, yeah, trading at session highs right now. Loving it. Yeah. So I'm watching this one. Yeah. All right. MRO, a little bit all over the place. MRO, I got assigned at 2250. Sold calls against my existing position last week at 2250. Got called away and half a position. And right now I still have 4,400 shares uh, of stock that I bought at 2250. Sold calls at 23.50 against it. And then this morning, at first, it looked like 
We are moving lower, and this is why I haven't looked at a roll yet this morning. Uh, that's why I thought, oh my gosh, okay, maybe they just expire worthless. Right now, we are rallying a little bit, uh, still down from yesterday, but well above the 2350. Let's take a look at a roll, shall we? Let's do it. All right, so uh, MRO, let's see. Uh, do you have the data here for me? Yeah. So to uh, rolling, you could probably get 25, 26 cents. What? That is not bad at all. That would give me 50% annualized. All right, and gives me another $1,100 in premium, in addition to all the premium that I've already collected. And again, if we are trading above $2,350 by next week, uh, I would make an additional $4,400 uh, on the stock. All right, all right, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm considering this. I think uh, for $0.25, cents, I think for $0.25, cents I'll roll it. That's a good premium. That's not too not too bad. I know it's not quite that 60%, but it's uh, it's tempting for sure. I was watching it on the pullback, Marcus. I was thinking, gosh, if I could sell the 2250, I, I might be interested in uh, taking this one. But uh, the 23 was the lowest available yeah, for I selling that. Price, that is. I saw that. Well, we'll see. Okay, so um, I'll keep you posted. NEE, Next Era Energy, today up 1%. So we're liking this, uh, but still trapped in this range here. Not too much going on. So we are trapped in a range between 56 and 58. Uh, so we need to break above the 58. And it, it really seems, look at this. Then the next is 60. Then the next is right here at 64, right? It, it seems to jump in, uh, I don't know, in full dollar increments. Yeah, it looks like it wants to make a move. And so I like that support there. X date on Monday. Uh, so a 51, 52 cent dividend is coming our way. The payment date is March 15th, but liking that dividend. And hopefully after that, we can start to pop higher again. But nice to see it holding up, especially with markets mixed right now. Yeah. And then UPS, our buddy, holding up above the 158. And this is where we looked at a, at a line chart yesterday. And the line chart definitely looks a little bit more promising than the bar chart here. And the line chart gives us the closing prices, while the bar chart gives us the open, high, low, and close. But here, today at 149.54, not yet enough to sell calls against our existing positions, but definitely moving in the right direction. I'll, I'll take it. Let's just keep moving up, making those uh, higher lows and, and higher highs. That's a uh, chart I like to see. Yeah. All right. And then we have a WTF trade that we need to talk about. And uh, before we do this, if you're enjoying this, we'd really appreciate it if you could give us a quick like uh, this way. We, we know that you're enjoying the show and this uh, keeps us very, very motivated to keep doing this for you. <laughs> so, all right, WTF, today we finally exited MU. And this turned out to be a great trade. Oh, it did. And you know what, Marcus? I, I think that this is a perfect example of following the plan. Because I had conversations with some traders that back on February 21st, 
after that nice two-day rally. Few traders wanted to close it early at the end of the day on Friday, make a little profit. And then with that gap higher, uh, after the Blockbuster NVIDIA earnings, a few traders I talked to, they wanted to close it at 85 around that open. Just take the profits and move on. And following the rules, following the signals, there was another buck 55 available for anybody that followed the plan. So pretty big we difference between the early exits and uh, the exit according to rules. And, and right now we see that it's picture perfect because we had closed at the open and now it's pulling back. So yeah, I had myself uh, on briefly yesterday, just like this, MU overtakes MDT as my most profitable trade to date this year. So I need to see, um, since I started trading it, uh, let me just go back to uh, to lifetime. If, oh yeah, look at this, MU, I have traded it before. Um, so MU, um, be previously a winner, another winner now. So a total of $4,800. So that is the symbol that has uh, contributed most of my gains here followed by CM Comcast and then Cisco. So these are the three most profitable ones. Looking good, MU working out. MU working out, yes. All right, uh, let's see what is happening in the markets right now. Okay, so we are pulling back. We just filled the gap to yesterday's closing price. Oops, uh, here we go, right back here. So uh, we opened higher, moved initially higher, but right now, I mean, this is basically it's a, it's a spitting image of the NVIDIA chart for today. Because if we go over and look at NVIDIA and see, okay, what is NVIDIA doing today? Look at this, opening higher, first pushing higher, now lower, filling the gap to yesterday's closing price. And we see exactly the same in the S&P 500. Yep, so I, hey, it looks like we're off to, we're, we're gonna wrap up the week with a nice nice week but today a little flat after that strong start yeah so for the week so far we're up 1.64 percent hard to believe that we will pull back another 1.6 percent right now and finish the week uh, negative so most probably finishing the week positive in the s p 500 same in the nasdaq for the week up 1.35 percent and the dow up 1.45 percent so after a losing week last week it seems that uh, the indices continue their march higher with new record highs here, as it seems. Uh, it, hey, the charts don't lie. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, anyway, we, we hope that you enjoyed the show. We enjoy showing, uh, making this show for you. If, if you do, give us a like. If you feel that others could benefit from it, use the share button right underneath. This is how you can share it uh, various different ways. And if this is your first time here, welcome. Hope you enjoyed it and uh, you subscribe to the channel, hint, hint, because then you'll see us again on Monday. Until then, have a great weekend and we'll be back Monday morning. Happy trading, everybody.